This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Pork and soybean groups say they're looking for answers after a Chinese government-run media outlet announced the country is planning to lift tariffs on U.S. pork and soybean imports. This comes as high-level talks are shaping up between the two countries next month. It's unclear how steep the tariff cuts will be, according to U.S. ag groups. In late August, China put an additional 10 percent in tariffs on U.S. pork on top of an existing 50 percent and on September 1st increased tariffs on U.S. soybeans by 5 percentage points on top of an existing 25 percent as retaliation for new U.S. tariffs and tariff rate increases on Chinese goods. Spokespersons for the National Pork Producers Council and U.S. Soybean Export Council say their groups are uncertain if the commodities are being exempted from all Chinese tariffs or just the latest 5 to 10 percent increases. Read more in Bill Thompson's story at agripulse.com. House Democrats are considering a stopgap spending bill that would prevent or slow delivery of President Trump's trade aid payments to farmers after the fiscal year ends this month. House Appropriations Chair Nita Lowy of New York has proposed to deny a request from the White House to include a provision in the continuing resolution keeping the Commodity Credit Corporation from going over its $30 billion borrowing limit, as first reported in the Washington Post. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue has been using the CCC authority to make payments under the Market Facilitation Program. Speaking to reporters at the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture meeting in New Mexico, Perdue said he's been talking frequently to Congress about CCC funding. I don't expect to see any any limits because of the... uh the way the payment uh, uh, allocations are designed that we uh, we feel like will be safety safely under the cap going forward uh, in that regard uh, we we had to do that initially obviously you can't run out of cash in that way but we uh, we designed the program in order to be within the limits of our cash flow needs usda is spending 28 billion dollars for mfp payments in 2018 and 19 and is expected to hit the borrowing limit this fall The House is scheduled to vote on the bill next week, which is needed to keep the government funded after the fiscal year ends September 30th. Here's a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it drives U.S. jobs and our economy forward. Learn more about biodiesel at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. Farmers say they're running out of patience as months go by without a vote on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Speaking to reporters yesterday, House Agriculture Committee Chairman Colin Peterson said a vote on USMCA could happen in the next two months. We have to work through it. People just need to be patient. You know? <laughs> but whether we get it done tomorrow or two months from now, I don't think it's a big, huge deal. Kelly Brunkhorst is executive director of Nebraska Corn. He's excited to hear about a vote on USMCA happening by the end of the year, but says farmers are getting frustrated. As we head into another harvest, the threats of NAFTA being withdrawn from years ago continue to create uncertainty. And so we need some certainty back within our markets, within our trading partners, especially our two key trading partners within Mexico and Canada here in Americas. And so I would say that our patience from what we hear from producers is starting to run very thin. And I think as we go into harvest, especially if it's a tough and long harvest, 
they'll come out of harvest with even thinner patients. Farmers' patience isn't just wearing thin on USMCA, but also small refinery exemptions being given to oil companies by the Trump administration. Really, the solution is simple. We need integrity back into that law. The RFS was set forth to provide some great opportunities, and it's been built up as that. But the problem with the 31 exemptions that were just recently granted, plus the ones in the years past, have really eroded the foundation of the RFS. And so we need the integrity back into the RFS program. And we really ask in that if you're going to grant exemptions, that those need to be reallocated back into the system. Brunkhorst and other members of the National Corn Growers Association will be in Washington, D.C. next week for their fall fly-in. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.